Welcome back to the With Joey B podcast. Today, Peter Till, who we're in the middle of a series on, has a very prominent book called Zero to One, which I think is a great thing to unpack today with a lot of his key ideas for innovation and business. We've got about, I've got about t- uh, 11, 12 key ideas to actually unpack, unpack about it. So we'll shoot straight in. Smitty, Luke, you're cold to this, so that's great. There'll yep. be new ideas. The reason why it is important, in my opinion, education, because education does not exist on a freaking island, of course. Like it's meant to connect to something in the actual world. And so we don't often ask enough, what is that thing we actually want people to do in the, in the world, right? Let's start from the result and work backwards. So he is pretty qualified and I, the ideas stand on their own merit. So like think about what do we actually want in terms of innovation? Okay, so the book is came out in 2014. Now I think a big part of it is in his talking in the book, the current economic system we have, so this is the first point, doesn't work too well if we don't have continual um, economic growth. Now put a little asterisk on that because there's a phenomenal book um, by Jeff Booth called The Price of Tomorrow, which talks about, I don't want to get into economics on this for God's sake, but it talks about how in the future we'll have a deflationary potentially economy rather than inflationary because technology makes things cheaper. Simple idea, right? Amazon makes things cheaper. Google is free. Googling information. Anyway, so I'll put that to one side because I think his, his, the second point is that Teal, especially in interviews I've seen, is disappointed with our progress with technology. He's disappointed. It's coming from a tech entrepreneurial guy. Most innovation, he says, has been on information technology, right? At the time of, especially at the time of the book, I guess that's things like, you know, we've had social networks come out. This was before crypto was really taking off, you know, a lot of software companies, things like that. I think he's saying we're lacking innovation in other areas of society, like genetic research, medicine, and I think things like that. I kind of like this stance because it always looks to us where wow, things have really grown and progressed, but we're not sensitive. Coming back to like Taleb, right? We're not sensitive to how much better we probably should have gone you know, with the tools we have. Because if you think about the way we're educating people, turning into like people who struggle to actually be creative, we actually could and should be going like a lot better and faster. So I like this idea. He holds a, he holds society to a, a very high second by Joe, seconded by Joe. Now, third point, <laughs> I love this one. If technology is doing more with less, if that's the very nature of technology itself, he goes, then education is the most anti-technological aspect of our society today. Right? Does that make sense, Luke? So we, a couple of, I think two or three episodes ago, we're saying how price of education in the US as a benchmark, gone up like 400% since 1980. Quality hasn't changed. may have even become less relevant. So that's not doing, that's not doing more with less. Doing the exact opposite of what? Doing the exact opposite. So he says that education is the least technical, anti, most anti-technological aspect of our society, which is a very powerful insight. All right, so I'll go fourth point into the book. So zero to one, you love this, Luke, is a how-to manual for business, but it's not formulaic, which is a paradox in itself. And it's worth discussing because, again, like what's the point of education if we're not actually creating people who can innovate? It doesn't seem to be a very good system if that's not an output. So first point, right? I'll go into this concept of zero to one and explain what that actually means in the next couple of points. But um, uh, zero is you've got nothing. Right. One is you've got something and it's happened once. 
And then obviously you got two, three, four, et cetera. So the point he makes, science starts at two. So Luke, here's a little, I'll get you live on this, making a fool of yourself. I'm going to say two numbers and you say what comes next in the sequence, right? Two, four, what comes next? Five, six. Like, mate, two. Two, four, six, four, eight. Six. Yeah, it's six or eight, right? Yeah. It's either going up in twos or it's doubling. Sure, sure. All right. But if I go to you, all right, Luke, I'm going to say one number and you say what comes next, all right? It's 17. 18? Or, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Impossible or doubling? Impossible yeah. for you to know because you've got nothing to replicate. Yeah, it's sure. The nature of a pattern. Yeah. So there's an interesting way of thinking about why entrepreneurship is important because science can only start, you know, like developing a particular pattern and, and clarifying it. Entrepreneurship normally faces things at like a complete zero, complete new, and just deals with the fact that we don't know what we're doing and as a model for that. So again, like Taleb, it's science and that academia is less useful than entrepreneurship for innovation. So like him and Taleb on the same page there, but obviously, you know, it's, it's the hardest thing. We need the most innovate. We need, you know, from zero is the biggest challenge, but it's the hardest thing to do. Yet it's the, it's the thing we educate for least. So he says, if you study Zuckerberg, yeah, and he has this idea that all great, all things really happen once. That's why he doesn't believe in formulas in business, especially. Because if you study Zuckerberg, Jobs, Gates, Larry Page, and try to copy them, you would ironically not be learning from them because they all did something once, right? You won't create another of the first social networks, for example. You have to do something different. You have to do something for the first time. So this is the opposite of, you know, this non-risk-taking kind of culture we get sometimes and current mainstream education, which is really pushing everyone to be the same, grading them on the same system and everything like that. And it treats you like an identical batch. It's the opposite of what we need, really, which is nuts. And, you know, we did that in episode 171. It's, it's literally called education cannot be a mass, mass product. All right. And, and, and that's why, because if you make a mass something for everyone, you're pushing everyone towards the average. And yeah, also I'll cite here episode 168 education caters least for the areas we need most in society like it doesn't really it's the worst for innovators and entrepreneurs and thinkers that's who it's worst for at the top of the pile anyway so yeah getting from zero to one is the hard part one to n is way easier n meaning whatever comes after so for example the first customer is the bloody hardest i can tell you that for sure <laughs> i've got personal examples like in real estate you want to sell someone's home but if you have no one you've sold for Everyone you go to looks at you like, how do I know you'll do a good job, right? If you're any good, why can't you get other people's sales? It's this whole cold start problem, right? In constant student, but oh, sorry, but once you've got one listing, right? If you're selling one person's home, there's a, little, there's a lot more trust. So it's actually way easier to get the, the second person than it was to get the first. And then it's easier to get the third than it was the second or the first. Does that make sense? And even with Constant Student, Liam and I spent like two, three months planning the first little version of Constant Student. And then we actually just did a test cohort of 26 people and we completely changed the whole thing. Because <laughs> once you're working with people, it just changes the whole proposition. When you don't have customer feedback, but you've got an idea, you're kind of working in this little bubble land, this little submarine and your own world and you get lost in your own perspective 
So, you know, that's why zero to one is so hard. Once you've got one, once you've got something, you can work with that way easier. But the challenge is getting from zero to one. That's the first challenge. So, yeah, experiment, 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 right?